The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. The Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. We're streaming at 680thefan.com. Listen on the app or the smart speaker. Brought to you by our good friends at South Point Financial Services. Got the whole gang here. Gillespie, Derek Thomas, and Sean Nerney ready to get to work. So let's do it. Buck's Big Take. Everyone I know wants to know the answer to two questions. Number one. Is Stetson Bennett coming back? Allow me to read the tea leaves now. Stetson is waiting to see what offensive coordinator Todd Monken is going to do. Is Monken staying? Well, if he does, Stetson's back. If Monken stays, Stetson's back. If Monken leaves, jumps to the NFL, Stetson might transfer. It depends on the fit. Who comes in next? If Monken takes off. Question number two. Why did Stetson Bennett not get to speak at the Sanford Stadium celebration? Because the fans I've spoken to, they feel cheated. Didn't get to hear from Stetson. The fans would have absolutely rocked that place if DJ Shockley had said, come on up, Stetson Bennett. They would have brought the house down. Now, DJ told me that he was told that Sawyer would speak for the offense and Jordan Davis would speak for the defense. Stetson was not chosen to speak, which is really absurd, if you ask me. The fans would rather hear from Stetson Bennett than the governor or the commissioner. Come on, man. And one more thing. Stetson Bennett is over, really over, that tired narrative about him being a walk-on. He earned the scholarship several years ago, and yet every time he does an interview, somebody's bringing up the fact that he was a walk-on. Do they realize that's a slap in the face? Come on, man. And there's the big take today. Hey, I agree with you. I don't know why we didn't hear from Stetson. I was shocked when I got the news of that earlier in the day and that we were only good. Not only that we not only hear from Stetson, that we were only going to hear from the two players. I think the Braves really set out a great prototype to say, hey, anybody here wants to talk, come up and just say something. And it can be as simple as, thank you. I've enjoyed my time here. Go dogs. Uh, let's let's turn it back next year if you're coming back next year. Yeah. Uh, I was really disappointed that we did not get that opportunity to hear from more players and maybe even some of the coaches. Yeah, I look back at our 1980 celebration. They they didn't ask me to speak either. Must be a quarterback thing. Well, you got a shout-out in uh, this one from one of the guys that spoke. Yeah, Matt Sign with the College Football Hall of Fame. He's a, a longtime friend of my wife, so it was great to get a shout-out then. Yeah, everywhere I go now, Stetson coming back. And why didn't Stetson speak at the celebration? 
Man, if I had a dollar for every time somebody's asked me that over the last couple of days, I'd be uh, rolling in the cash right now. Stetson playing it smart wants to see who the offensive coordinator is going to be. And so that might take a minute. All these NFL jobs have opened up, and that's the narrative with Monken, that he is looking for an NFL offensive coordinator's job. All these jobs have opened up. Uh, General managers' jobs are opening up. So it's going to take a little bit for all that to filter down, whether Monken will be offered one of the jobs. And that's what Stetson is waiting on. It'll all work out. Now, uh, also, too, now, is uh, Darnell Washington going to be back? And reportedly, that will be the next shoe to fall. Is the Georgia Bulldog tight end. Only, I believe it was 10 catches this season, 13 catches, something. Uh, a really, really low number for Darnell Washington. All six foot seven, 275 pounds of the man. Like 10 or 13 catches. But I tell you what, they had him blocking a lot. And it seemed like he was only on the field about 30% of the time. And when they threw the ball, that ball was going to Bowers, the freshman of the year in college football. Bowers with 56 catches on the season. And you got Darnell saying, my goodness, what about me? Got like 10 to 13 touches this year. Limited opportunities for Darnell Washington. And you may have seen where Kirby mentioned him in the little postgame speech in the locker room about playing time in Darnell Washington. He is entering year number three as a college football player, and he might have to transfer to get the damn ball, as Keyshawn Johnson would say. In fact, as a matter of fact, Darnell Washington, the word on the street is he's expected to transfer. Spoke with Kirby on Sunday about his situation and is expected to hit the transfer portal at some time very soon. Because, look, at this point in time, for Darnell Washington, entering his third year as a college football player, it's going to be a big, big year for him because he's a guy that's dreaming of playing in the National Football League. And why wouldn't he? 6'7", 275, running a fofo, maybe a five, NFL caliber body, and he's not touching the ball once a game maybe. Once a game, so Darnell's got to look in the mirror and he's got to say, I'm going to do what's best for Darnell Washington. And uh, he, he needs to go big and maybe go back home on the West Coast, in my opinion. UNLV would be a good spot. I see where Harrison Bailey, the former Tennessee quarterback, former Marietta High School quarterback, he's heading out to UNLV, baby. Harrison Bailey going to play for an offensive coordinator at uh, UNLV with NFL roots. His name is Glenn Thomas. They're going to throw that football around. Hey, maybe that's a good spot for Darnell Washington. Maybe USC, right? Glamorous. You get to play for the Trojans. And Lincoln Riley, they're going to throw that football a lot. I mean, Darnell Washington, he has a shot to be a first-round NFL draft pick. But not if he stays at Georgia catching 10 balls in a season. I think maybe uh, he's going to head back to the West Coast. That's the anticipation going on with Big big Zero. Time for the Buck Blue Show headline brought to you by Grease Monkey Auto. Hawks are going to host the T-Wolves tonight, 7.30 tip down at the farm. See where Capella and Bogey are out. No surprise there. 
our Hawks have got to be one of the softest teams in professional sports. You sneeze and you miss a game. You have a hangnail and you sit out the game. I mean, this is unbelievable. Every time the Hawks play, there's a different lineup. We've got to be the softest team in the NBA. Constantly getting pushed around. No wonder the Hawks are currently four games out of the final playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. And it is past time for the Hawks to get their act together. In a word, our team is soft. And that's an embarrassment. Headlines brought to you by Grease Monkey. Oil changes and more done fast, done right. Visit GreaseMonkeyAuto.com for store locations and special offers. All right, coming up next, Chris Mortensen's going to be in the house. We'll run through the NFL gamut, talk about some of these NFL divisional playoff showdowns that are coming up this weekend, and a little uh, Falcons talk. We need somebody playing a certain position. I'll tell you who that is. Coming up on the Buck Baloo Show here on the fan. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps it $5 minimum balance required. 680 and 93.7. What is the bogeyman? You got the Buck Blue Show on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Hopefully your Wednesday is uh, going well. Got to make sure I got the right day here with Monday off. Today is Wednesday, January the 18th. And don't worry about the bogeyman unless you're playing golf today. Another good day. I'm sure there's some people heading to tee it up, baby. I wish I would. Well, not really. I'm glad to have this job. Could tee it up after the show, but not today. We've got other things going on. Right now, though, it's time for our NFL insider, Chris Mortensen. For the latest on the NFL, we turn to the fans' truest NFL reporter, Chris Mortensen. Presented by the Atlanta Painting Company, Atlanta's premier residential and commercial painting company. Call 1-800-PAINTING or visit atlantapaintingcompany.com. More or less than 100% today. The voice is going out on you, Mort, so talk really low. Yeah, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. Mort, what can you tell us about Derrick Henry? Is he going this weekend? Uh, I think they want to see, listen, he obviously, uh, you put the pads on or is putting, I don't know if he put it on yesterday or whether it's today. And, and it's not like he's going to get tackled to the ground, but they, they just want to stress him out, uh, thump him. Uh, and I think that is, uh, to me, it feels like a coin flip right now. 
as to whether they'll, they'll put him out there. Uh, and maybe they do just to even get used to game speed because everybody talks about what is training camp preseason speed and his regular season speed and playoff speed is totally different. And it's been a while since Derek played. Uh, you know, but I think it's semi-miraculous he's ready. Uh, so maybe you dress him when you do that now. Remember, you're removing a special team because Derek's not going down on special teams, right? No. Uh, so, so the other thing is that about about this decision is, you know, first of all, you never want to assume you're going to beat anybody, and the Bengals are a good football team. Uh, you, you know, maybe you get them in there and get them some carries, used to game speed. Uh, but, you know, they, they've been running the ball still for 150, 160 yards a game without Derek. Obviously, with Derek, they're a Super Bowl team. That's our feeling. So I've heard it's kind of a coin flip, uh, mixed, mixed feelings at, at this point to see how he feels that he's been thumped around a little bit, how the foot feels. Uh, and uh, we'll see. Uh, I, I, you know, so I don't know the, the answer. I know that there are people there. I, I've talked to somebody uh, there in the building who thinks that he is going to play, but, uh, you know, not a heavy load. Now think about Derrick Henry in terms of impact on a game. Going back to Alabama, the more he carries the football, you know, know, his first 8 to 15, 12 carries are usually one yard, three yards, four yards. It's those those carries between 15 and 25 is when all of a sudden you get those long runs and those arm tackles that ain't going to work and uh and he's off and running so it makes more sense that if he played some and then hopefully they in their minds they win the game against the Bengals and are ready for either the Chiefs or the Bills with Derrick Henry uh, ready to carry more of a load Mort I'm totally fascinated with the Bucks and Rams coming up uh, on uh, Sunday afternoon can't wait to see it and a little surprise we hadn't heard about more about Leonard Fournette's situation with a hamstring where he uh, pulled the hamstring, what, three, four weeks ago. And I really, right. uh, it's been tough finding any information at all about Fournette, what's his status. I see where Arians said until he can get tested at practice running full speed, then he's not going to use him. Even if he doesn't play, though, more Keyshawn Vaughn looking good. And then Giovanni Bernard looked like a real option, a guy you want to get the ball to also last weekend. Yeah, and Giovanni Bernard is interesting because they actually, uh, when they signed him before the year, they envisioned him as being that third down back. You know, I hope Brady had James White with New England. Just a guy who can catch the ball and do something with it and, and, and Brady getting the ball out of his hand quickly. So that's a vital piece to their whole, you know, I think strategy going in this week. With hamstring injuries, and, 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 and Fournette's was, I think, a pretty rough hamstring injury. Uh, you know, those things, if you've had them, you know, you, you have to be almost 100%. Otherwise, you might you, know, you might blow it out for good. Uh, I think that if they're going to go back to the Super Bowl, they need Leonard Fournette. Uh, this is a tough game for the Bucks in my mind. If, if, if in fact, Tristan Wirfs, your all-pro right tackle, and your center, Ryan Jensen, are either going to be not playing or you know, 50% of what they can be, this is a game that, that – makes Tom Brady nervous anyways, even with those guys healthy, even with those guys healthy. So to me, when you put Aaron Donald and now Von Miller, it looks like he's starting to get into the playing shape up to speed. 
you know, I think it's a, it's a scary game for the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy that Eric Weddle is the safety, is a safety for the Rams. But, you know, not, I don't know that the Bucs can have anybody to challenge him. Obviously, the Rob Gronkowski, you know, tight end and all that thing. But Eric Weddle is such a smart player. He's there to help make sure they get lined up right, which the Rams will. Uh, and I think Tom Brady and any quarterback would tell you this, scariest sight in the world is somebody – pressing you from the inside and who's better at it than Aaron Donald or the Rams. I, I think this is Matthew Stafford needs to play a clean game. Uh, that offensive line of the Rams has to hold up against the, that defense in front of the Buccaneers. But I think I, I think if I were picking it right now, I think I'd pick the Rams to win it. Packers and 49 or Saturday night. I'll be checking that out. LaFleur and Shanahan matching wits, really good head coaching matchup there. What about Bosa and Warner on the 49ers defense? Those are really two key guys. What are you hearing about their chances of being able to play? Yeah, but I haven't gotten an update on Warner, uh, but on Bosa, you know, they sound hopeful. Uh, this is where you, 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 know, you get the short turnaround. They're playing on Saturday. And, you know, Bosa, you know, he, he's got a concussion. So he's got one less day to really get cleared, but they felt good about it. I think yesterday when I checked in, I do not know on Warner, and you're right, those are good football players. You know, this is, uh, to me, this is a game that I think the fact if Aaron Rodgers is going to win a second Super Bowl, this is the season. So they're they're hoping they get Jair Alexander, their their, their cornerback, uh, cover cornerback, and, and Zadaria Smith, another pass rusher, uh, you know, this is this to me is like okay. You know, Forty Nine. If Jimmy Garoppolo can can somehow play well, <laughs> then yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's almost like Kyle Shanahan scheming around him, and he's got a thumb injury. We know that, but uh, this to me is an intriguing game. The Forty Nine beat the Cowboys did not surprise me. I, I I picked them in that game. Uh, I think they were the better team and also also the hotter team. Packers better figure out how to get a 12th man on the field to help stop that run game the 49ers are going to throw at them. Bills and they Chiefs. Yeah, the Bills and Chiefs, another one. Uh, Bills took down the Chiefs in Kansas City back in week five, but that's when the Chiefs were, uh, they'd lost like three uh, three out of four, I believe, during that time. That They've won 10 out of 11 now, so this looks to be a little different Chiefs team Buffalo will face. Yeah, and, you know, the Chiefs came out at the start of the season, and I saw a little bit too much Harlem Globetrotter football. And I think Andy Reid settled some of that down. Yeah, we still get to see some of the eye candy they throw at you for fun. But I don't know what week it was. I want to say week 10, week 9, whatever. All of a sudden, because they had some injuries, you saw Andy Reid getting Pringle into the into the rotation and Robinson, you know, the receiver. Uh you know, the, the running backs were, were being more involved. Guys that you consider, well, you don't even think about them. They're second-tier guys. Second-tier guys. They're not the marquee guys. And I think Andy Reid all along knew that as the season moved along, he needed those guys to be a better football team, uh, more complete football team in case of injuries, and just, just to make other teams tougher for them to defend. So tough game for Buffalo. Uh, it is a different team. I threw out that first game. But I also know it's a tough game for the Kansas City Chiefs because of what the Bills are. And 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 uh, they have a monster quarterback, uh, and, and they've got a lot of other good football players. 
and they're very well coached on defense. You know, if I, I, the Chiefs, the team that beats the Bills has to be really physical up front. The Chiefs, I don't know if they're that physical up front, but Andy can can kind of scheme you into some some mistakes, and we'll see if that works. I, to me, that's the most that's the game of the weekend for me, I, and that's probably why it's on Sunday night. Uh, you know, from from a scheduling perspective. More of a busy time in the NFL. Got a lot of coaches coming and going out there uh, behind all this lead story stuff with the NFL playoffs going on. Georgia waiting on Todd Monken, who reportedly is uh, chasing an NFL offensive coordinator's job. What's the timing of that, Mort? Are we looking a month down the road before Georgia's really able to figure out whether Monken's going to be back or not? Stetson needs to know. Yeah, no, but all I know is that – you know, listen, Todd's on the list. When 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 coaches go in the interview, they all come go in there with their here's here's my coaching staff, here's right. my depth. And so Monken's no doubt on on some of those guys' lists. I don't know that Todd's pursuing it, but certainly he's on on some of those lists. So I think we start seeing coaches getting hired. Uh, you know, if not by the end of this week, uh, certainly by the next week. You know, I, I think we see that starting to go down, and. Uh, and and so you know I don't know where Todd is aligned with, but you know I, I would think Georgia would know fairly soon if Todd's aggressively pursuing it. Then there's a good chance he's going to get his job. ESPN 680, the fan, Buck Belue show, NFL insider Chris Mortensen joining us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. More thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. Hope that voice gets better. All right, Buck. Me too, bud. Thanks. We'll be watching you, man. A lot going on in the NFL. Mort is all over it. And Mort knows the Falcons need a legitimate running back. Don't we all know the Falcons need a legitimate running back? Now, a year ago, when Arthur Smith was hired and uh, Mr. Fontenot was brought in as the new general manager, they attempted to band-aid the running back position. So they brought in Mike Davis. And his season was disappointing. It was not even a band-aid. Now, in the preseason, there was a little bit of buzz, and there was some talk on the fan about some preseason photographs that made Mike Davis look like Hercules working out in shorts and a T-shirt. Man, he looked like Hercules. He was going to run for 1,500 yards and 18 touchdowns. Not so much. He played like Mark Zuckerberg is what he ended up playing like. You know, the Facebook dude. That's about how much production they got out of Mike Davis this past season. So looks can be deceiving, man. And I tell you what, as a former football player, it seemed like every single year there was a new guy that moved to town or transferred in or signed as a free agent, came walking in the locker room, and you go, wow, guy looks like Hercules. And then when you put the pads on, he played like Zuckerberg. So this is no surprise, really. Davis, 473 yards in 17 games and three touchdowns. Now, Corderell Patterson, man, he is a uh, a versatile dude. In fact, I hope the Falcons re-sign him, but at best he's a complimentary piece at running back, which means the Falcons, if they're going to get a legitimate running back, are going to have to draft one. Now, Derek Thomas, before you get upset, I know, and I'm I'm with you, man. I want to see the Falcons address the defensive line and the offensive line in the NFL draft at the top of the draft, first, second round. 
Doesn't mean, though, when the third round rolls around, you can't take a legitimate running back. Would you like Brian Robinson Jr. from Alabama? Sure. <laughs> How about Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M? Sounds good. Kenneth Walker out of Michigan State had five touchdowns against Big Blue. I think the point is that you can find running backs a little bit later in the draft. Do you want Leonard Fournette as a free agent? I feel like the Falcons have been down that road and it hasn't worked out. Well, we don't have a lot of money to spend. So free agent searching for a legitimate running back, probably not going to happen. This might be the time, though, in the draft. The Falcons really do need to draft a running back. Not with a first or second round pick. Well, look at like Devontae Freeman. What was he, a third, fourth round pick, I believe? Or yeah, third and or it worked fourth out well pick. until That's... they decided when Shanahan left, they were going to go to a, a power running scheme, which totally didn't even fit what Devontae Freeman did. He was a zone blocking guy. I mean, we know that in sports talk radio. You would have thought the Falcons would have known that. So start looking at the running backs. Falcons, just get the uh, the hunch you're going to see Fontenot take one in this upcoming NFL draft. Good sauce, pretty good NFL talk. Mort joining us every week. You got to love that. I just love Mort. Now it's your time to take the wheel. Infinity of Gwinnett, my dealership. They want you to drive the content. As you get to decide what we talk about coming up before the end of the show. So tweet in right now at 680thefan.com. And during our final segment of the show, what's popping, you will make the show. Your tweet will make the show. Presented by Infinity of Gwinnett. Empower the talk. Empower the drive. Hey, man, let's go no huddle. Seriously. You ready to go no huddle? No, it's yeah. just a music bed. Well, let's get it. Let's get it going with the no huddle buck. Let's see. First, we saw. We know Alabama came up a little bit short in the national national championship. Not uh, not typical for them. But yeah, we know Georgia took them down. Yeah, we know. They? We know they're not going anywhere. So, uh, what's Alabama's biggest concern though headed into twenty twenty two? The wide receiver group, and that has not been a concern over the last five years for Alabama. In fact. That, this might be the greatest run of receivers in college football history. First rounder, first rounder, first rounder. I mean, rounder. it's unbelievable. And now they lose their top two guys off this year's team. Jamison Williams and John Mechie have exited to the NFL. They've had Javon Baker. He transferred. He visited Florida over the weekend. I mean, just look back a couple years ago. They had Devontae Smith, Jerry Judy, Ruggs, and Waddle. And suddenly, it's a thin group. Look for tremendous drop-off in the upcoming season with Alabama at the wide receiver position. Saving going to be looking at the portal? They better be. Well, NFL rumors are surrounding Todd Munkin have been. Buck, in your opinion, what would be a good potential fit in the NFL for Todd Munkin? Uh, landing spots for Todd Munkin in the National Football League. The Giants. The Dolphins, the Panthers, the Bears, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Texans. It's really too early to tell. I was just asking Mort about it. It's about relationships. If one of these guys that you have a relationship with gets the head coaching job, you got a chance to be the offensive coordinator. 
you've got a guy that gets hired as a head coach in one of those spots, and he's not real sure who his offensive coordinator needs to be, then maybe the general manager says, well, what about Todd Monken? Stetson Bennett needs to know. So he's waiting right now. Well, most of these teams you mentioned uh, probably could use some help on the offensive side there in the NFL, so maybe Munkin can be a slight upgrade for them. Uh, speaking of uh, offensive football, Buck, I know it's been a little while for you, but if you got to go out there today, what receiver would you want to throw it to? Well, I threw it a couple days ago. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, I, mean I wasn't doubting. I've seen you throw the football. You can still I mean, throw look, it. I, know I got that. two young sons, man. We're throwing that ball. It's in the blood, man. It's, it's hard to stop. If I had, could go out today and throw the football around, what receiver would I want to throw it to? Lindsey Scott. Hey. No, he, I'm teasing. He can still run. You can still throw. Let's He's go. on the golf course. I think it'd be Kayshawn Boutte, baby, from LSU. I mean, dude was off to a record-setting pace to start this past season. Nine touchdowns in the first six games. Had that 300-yard game against Ole Miss. Dude's got hands. He's got speed. He's a route runner. Accelerates out of the cuts. He's elusive. Yeah, it'd be Kayshawn Boutte, baby. Now, I'd throw that thing quick if he was running the deep route. (laughs) Get it out quick, Buck. Disappointed you didn't go with George Pickens there. Yeah, it's it's just Boutte today. Uh, Pickens maybe tomorrow. Pickens for the jump ball, probably. A uh, lot of transfer news recently, Buck, in the world of college football. Are you surprised by any of this transfer news? Uh, Harrison Bailey, yeah. local area kid, Marietta High School, went to tennis for a minute. Got just a, a little bit of playing time up there. Guess he didn't fit what Heupel was bringing in. So Harrison Bailey, man, he's transferring to UNLV. And you know, that's where Kincaid would have, if he was a quarterback, that's where he would have transferred to. Yeah, he loved Vegas. UNLV still does. Harrison Bailey, though, why would he go to UNLV? They need a quarterback. They're going to throw the football. And they've got an offensive coordinator with NFL roots. And a guy that previously in college was with the Baylor Bears program. They're throwing that thing around. In fact, Glenn Thomas is his name. He was the Falcons quarterback coach for Matt Ryan for three years. Now you, you understand why Harrison Bailey went to yeah. UNLV? And it wouldn't surprise me if they were car, calling Darnell Washington today saying, come on out to Vegas and join us. One more, more Buck? No, no, no. You got any more? Yeah, we got one more. What else you got? You got it. Well, recently, Mel Kuyper's uh, big mock draft came out, and that's, you know, that's gold. He had Aiden Hutchinson going first and had the Falcons yeah. getting Derek Stingley. Well, I don't mind Stingley coming to the Falcons, but come on. Aiden Hutchinson is the first pick. Did Mel Kuyper not watch the Orange Bowl? Did he not see Jamari Sawyer dominate Aiden Hutchinson in the national uh, college football national semifinal? I mean, did he? Not, is he not paying attention? He, he only, dominated Hutchinson. He only watched the Ohio State game. It's unbelievable. There you go. Sorry about that, Nerney. I threw that one at you. Time for the Bulldog Roundtable today. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25-20, far sideline, 15-10, 5, get in there, touchdown! 
Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Haug Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, AAA, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Time for the Bulldog Roundtable. And I want to glance ahead to the 2022 Georgia Bulldog offense. Because it is loaded, absolutely loaded, with playmakers in the upcoming season. One Bulldog media member wants to see an open quarterback competition this spring. Let me just say to that media member, under Coach Smart, it's always a competition at quarterback. Always an open competition at quarterback. And this spring, it could be a battle royale. One big reason why, the Dogs' offense stacked with playmakers. Let me just read them off to you. Brock Bowers is a beast. Resurfacing, Dom Blaylock and Arik Gilbert, two big-timers. Blaylock coming off the knee injury. Got a little bit of work at the end of last season. And apparently will be ready to go during spring football. Arik Gilbert, still with the football team. Had that hoodie on during the championship celebration. Some of the media members caught him, snapped some pictures, looked for Gilbert to be back with the Bulldogs resurfacing. You're talking about a five-star playmaker there. Jermaine Burton and Ad Mitchell, a players. Arian Smith and Lad McConkey are explosive out of the slot receiver position. Look back at running back. Milton and McIntosh will be a talented duo at running back. And really love the versatility of McIntosh. Run inside, run outside. Great receiver out of the backfield. There's another weapon for the quarterback, too. You get Darnell Washington involved, and that's 10 dudes who can be difference makers on this Bulldog offense in 2022. No wonder quarterbacks are lining up to direct this Bulldog offense and get on the field with these playmakers 10 deep for the 22 offense. Can't wait to see how all this shakes out. I mean, Ad Mitchell really came on strong. What about the uh, touchdown reception? Their huge play in the national championship game. Ad Mitchell was only a freshman this past season. Really shined. Can't wait to see Dom Blaylock. Should be back healthy, ready to play. Uh, Early in his career at Georgia, before the injuries came down, he was a guy you needed to target each and every Saturday. Bowers, college football freshman of the year. Burton needs to stay healthy if he can. He's a versatile, all-around playmaker at the wide receiver position. We barely got to see Arian Smith this year, but he's the fastest dude on the team. Stay healthy, Arian. You can make a big-time impact. And then Ladd McConkie sort of saved the day this season with the way he came in and played. I didn't even mention Rosemey Jack Saint. He's one of Road Dog's favorite players. These quarterbacks, yeah, there's going to be a competition whether Stetson Bennett's back or not. You got Brock Vandegrift, Gunnar Stockton. There'll be a grad transfer or, a, I'm sorry, a transfer coming in that will compete with these other guys. You're darn right. There's going to be an open competition at quarterback. Under Kirby Smart, there's always an open competition when it comes to the quarterback spot. So bring your A game. And tune in to the Business of Sports segment each week on The Fan. That's presented by Southern Company. 
If it's impacting business in Atlanta, the local sports scene, we've got it covered. The Business of Sports, presented by Southern Company, changing the future of energy in all the communities that they serve. We'll come back. Final segment of the show coming up. Glad you're with me. It's the Buck Baloo Show on The Fan. Show on the fans, 680 and 93.7. I appreciate you. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY. And there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required. And they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union. Free online and mobile banking. No minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps it $5 minimum balance required. For support. Appreciate you listening to the show. If you miss the show between 10 and 11, you can often check out the show podcast. It's a great way to listen also. And I hear that streaming may be down. And I've uh, notified the suits. They are aware of what's going on right now. So hopefully we can get that up and running. Nerney, is it time for What's Poppin'? Let's find out what's popping. All right, Buck, a little recruiting. Oh, recruiting. Yeah, let's talk about that. We know all right, it sounds like the Gators, Florida Gators making a push a push for Arch Manning. Didn't everybody? Think the Gators are actually in on the Arch Manning sweepstakes? Well, I hear Scott McFarlane here at 680 The Fan is making a trip down to New Orleans. Well, trying get, to get in front of Arch. Get some eyes on him, yeah. Offering him a job here at 680 The Fan. Well, hold on. Not yours. Okay. Yeah, Billy Napier, as I understand it, was uh, he's in New Orleans today. He's going to visit Arch and Cooper, his dad. But let me just say the Gators aren't going to get Arch Manning. So Billy Napier, I know he's got a lot of contacts in Louisiana, being that he was the coach of the Raging Cajuns. But come on, man. Gators aren't getting Arch. I guess it, uh, you know, he needs to go because people, the fan base at Florida, needs to see him going after Arch Manning, putting in the time, doing the due diligence. Yeah, due diligence is one of those deals. Yeah, it doesn't look like the most desirable spot for the number one recruit. Uh, right right now. now, they've got some rebuilding to do. That's a fair way to put it. Uh, Zach Taylor, I just noticed this. Zach Taylor, Bengals head coach, after a big win, first win for them in uh, like a thousand years. years. Okay, yeah. thirty-one years, close enough. Uh, he gifted the game ball to a local uh, a local bar in Cincinnati, one of the the Bengals fan bars. What do you think about that? Yeah, he says he drove uh, by this place every day on the way to work. It was called it's called the Mount Lookout Tavern. Okay. They might, have had, might, might not have had a great team over the last 30 years, but I, they, they love their football up there. I'll give them and that. how awesome would that be, right? You're in Mount Lookout Tavern. You're knocking some back. And you look up, and here comes Zach Taylor, the Bengals head coach, into the place. And he's got a football with him. He stands up, and he announces to the bar, 
that he's going to present this to the Cincinnati Bengals fan base. I love it. And, you know, there's a huge cheer that went down. Who day? Is that what they say, right? Now, sounds like a great story, right? I mean, this is pretty awesome. You got a head coach. He's going in one of the bars and congratulating the fan base who's been starving for a playoff win. We're talking 31 years here. Well, Zach Taylor got in trouble. Got in trouble. For doing this. He didn't have his mask on. Uh, He violated the COVID protocol. He's probably going to get fined for this. Getting some pushback. Fined by the the league? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Isn't it? Fair enough. Well, we'll move on. Uh, Actually, just mentioned in the update, Georgia and Auburn tonight. Auburn ranked number two in the country. One of the best teams in the country. Georgia was a 22-point favorite. Uh, or 22-point underdog, 21-and-a-half now. Uh, what do you think, Buck? Auburn going to cover? Are you taking those points with the Bulldogs? Well, not really a gambling man. Okay. Uh, Auburn, come on, Bruce Pearl. I mean, dude, they're... I mean, he ain't he's cheating, not, you ain't trying, Buck. Yeah, yeah, you know, I hear that on the golf course all yeah. the time, but I guess it works in college basketball, too. Name me a time when Bruce Pearl was not being uh, being accused of doing illegal things in college basketball. I haven't been alive that long, but I don't think the Georgia coach is doing that. Uh, he'll, he'll do what college he has to basketball. Win. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. That's the way it goes. All right, Buck. Earlier, you threw it out. We uh, wanted everybody to tweet at six eight of the fan for Infinity Infinity's Empower the Drive. Right. You, you're driving the content out there, folks. We got a good tweet from Joseph Lee. Thank you, Joseph. He would tell you were talking about uh, the Big O earlier, Darnell Washington. Should he have gotten more touches? This is Joseph Lee asking this. Should the Big O have gotten more touches, uh, or but wasn't he hurt for like half the season? Uh, but he played eight games. I mean, the most catches he had in any of those eight games two dose that's not enough for a guy with that raw ability there's no doubt about it two the most catches he had in the eight games that he played in there's something wrong with that i'm just saying Thanks again to Joseph Lee. We appreciate you uh, tweeting us for the Infinity Empower the Drive. Yeah, and we appreciate Infinity of Gwinnett also. Final word. Can we quit blaming the officials in sports? This has gotten to be so old and tired, especially in the NBA. And in the NFL, I mean, the Cowboys lose. You got Dak Prescott blaming the officials. You watch an NBA game. I've been doing that a lot this week. You get 48 minutes of whining and crying about the officiating. It's a bad look. How about playing through the bad calls? How about as a coach, you say, you know what? I'm sick and tired of the the whining and complaining with the officiating. Play through it. Quit blaming the officials for the love of God. It's gotten out of hand. And that's going to do it for the Buck Blue Show today. Got Nick and Chris coming up next for Nerney and Gillespie and Thomas. Hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday, everybody. Great to see you, Buck. Thanks, Thank Coach. You, Buck. 
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.